Hey friend, missing me? After hanging out together so much last week, I wondered if you might be feeling alone. Speaking of which, do you often feel alone in your business, especially if you're a solopreneur? You may not walk into a busy, bustling office with lots of coworkers, and you may not have any employees because it's just me, myself, and I on the payroll. But I want to remind you, you are not alone. As Christian women entrepreneurs, and most likely solopreneurs, building a with God business, He is with you. And I believe that means we should start each workday in a business meeting with God. What should be on the agenda? Well, today, I'm going to share with you six things to pray over your business daily so you can really start seeing fruitfulness because you're grounded in Him. And besides, you're never alone when you have other like-minded, faith-centered women around you who are also committed to their businesses and want to support yours too. Like me, ready to start meeting with God and talking to him about your business at a whole new level? Let's do it. Did you know busy is not just a disordered calendar or to-do list? It's a disordered heart and a well-ordered life flows from a well-ordered heart that's focused on him. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast, the go-to place for busy Christian women juggling all the things in midlife and business, from launching kids to aging parents, caring for your needs to serving your clients, investing in relationships to serving in your community, oh, and keeping up with the laundry, the dishes, and the dirty floors. Honestly, it's a lot to balance. No wonder you feel like you never have enough time. All the time management gurus out there will tell you, you just need to get more organized. And chances are you've tried all the things, the planners, the programs, the all start Monday plans, but they never worked, at least not for very long. That's because those don't get to the heart of your busyness. Here, you'll learn how to build a with God life and business and go from busyness to fruitfulness in this season. And it starts in your heart, not in your calendar. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management expert, priorities protector, and recovering should-do list girl. I've been leading, teaching, and coaching Christian women for over 25 years, and I've been right where you are, controlled by all the shuns, expectations, obligations, and distractions. But then, God showed me how to redeem my time with faith at the center to let who I am and whose I am guide how I use my time. I'm here to share with you how to use his truth along with time management tools to discover you really do have all the time you need for what you're called to. You just need someone to show you the way. Open up your heart and calendar because I'm going to show you how to redeem your time and stop believing there's never enough. Are you ready? I did the 12-week mentorship program with Alyssa Figgins and it was life-changing. Um, before I began working with Lissa, I felt like life was a never ending hamster wheel. I was always running, never arriving. I had a color coded planner. And even when I had everything scheduled out, I still felt like I was failing everywhere. But then I went through Lissa's program and she brought our focus back to faith. Everything was founded on that. We took one goal. We worked through a 12 week cycle. And we learned how to take small steps, implement milestones and stepping stones. We looked ahead, but we also looked back to learn what worked and what needed adjustment. We addressed 
distractions, how to benefit from routines, which are totally life-changing, and how our belief system affects our actions and progress. And now I feel like I have successful morning and evening routines, the most consistent daily devotional time I've ever maintained um, in all of my life, and I'm able to plan purposeful days and adjust when needing when needed without feeling like everything falls apart. I'm working on transitions that help me identify the various time blocks of my day and move smoothly from one to the other instead of flopping back and forth constantly. I feel like I am finally living a life that is a, des- a designed life of purpose, not a default life of chaos. Aw, thanks, Danielle. I think you captured the ens- essence of what this program does in one sentence, helping us live a designed life of purpose instead of a default life of chaos. And did you hear Danielle mention the mentorship program she was part of? It's because of my journey with Danielle, alongside other busy Christian women juggling a lot of things in both life and business that led to this new, more expanded program, the Redeemed Midlife CEO. Because what I found was that a few weeks together was not nearly enough time to truly implement all that she described and create lasting change from the inside out in both our hearts and our calendars. Now, inside this new program, women will not only have the tools to show up as the CEOs God has called them to be in their businesses, but also having the support they need to truly build a life and business beyond what they could ask or imagine. Speaking of showing up, I really felt God show up last week in the CEOs Don't Wait Till January 1st workshop series. Did you? I got so much feedback about the heart and belief shifts that happened as the women leaned into the work we did each day, as well as the time and calendar shifts that flowed from that. And that was all because they started to believe they are a CEO, a Christ-empowered operator of their God-given business, and he is the chairman of the board. That one truth took women from feeling stuck, scattered, and stressed to feeling calm, confident, and certain. And when you take action from that belief, watch out world, this CEO is on fire. If you didn't listen to the replays in the podcast last week, I challenge you to do that. And perhaps this time to even put it on double speed so you can get through all four days in the next two days. So that way you don't miss out on what's happening two days from now on December 14th. It's the live the live with God business vision workshop, but this time it's only the redeemed midlife CEOs and I who are going to be inside. So are you ready to grow yourself and your business in 2024? If that's you too, but you haven't applied yet right now, go to redeemhertime.com forward slash coaching to learn more and submit your application. Not only will you get an exclusive invite to our workshop session, you'll also get to use the special code to get 30% off. But that my friend is only good through December 14th. And here's the thing I know about being part of an event like that, where you feel God moving and you felt lifted up by others. After time, that feeling slowly fades away, at least when you're on your own. And then it's easy for you to settle right back into your regular routines of thinking and doing or not doing, where it's just you striving and surviving, praying that this next year will be different than the last. Have you been there? How do I know? (laughs) Well, because that was me too. If you remember, I was a teacher in my former life. So when I wanted to learn something new, like how to run a successful business, 
I became a student and soaked up as much as I could. A podcast here, a webinar there, a workshop or program over there. The problem was, I often absorbed too many different types of input and now my to-do list was a mile long of all the things the guru said I should do. And they all focused on just my business, not on my life as a whole and not how my business fit into it. And especially not on my faith as a center, even if they claimed to be a Christian business coach. So eventually the excitement faded and so did the ink on the page where I had taken notes and I was soon back on my own doing the same things I'd always been doing and getting the same results I'd always been getting, which were little to none. But when I found a coach who was not just a Christian in name or for marketing purposes, but in how she taught and thought, I unsubscribed from all the other experts and unfollowed all the podcasts I thought I needed to keep up on. And I leaned into what God was teaching me in my time with him and what my truly biblically minded coach was teaching and into a community of like-minded women like me who were also seeking to let the Lord lead their business and were committed to doing their part to make it successful. That, my friend, is when I finally felt in alignment with how I was approaching my business day in and day out, just as he had called me to. And I was really starting to see the fruit. And now I know there's no going back to just me trying to figure it out on my own or duct taping together what all the gurus say, which let me just say, did not include the number one key to a successful business that we are talking about today. So all of that to say, if you felt that camaraderie last week with the Lord, with me and with the other women who also showed up as the CEOs they're called to be, that togetherness doesn't have to end. In fact, we could continue to work closely together for the next 12 months to really shift everything in your heart and calendar with God, such that you go from busyness to fruitfulness and make business a whole lot more fun by having others who get it to connect with and help you when you feel down. So, To make it easy to say yes to joining us inside the Redeemed Midlife CEO, when you apply and are accepted, I will send you the code to get 30% off. That is $1,000, my friend, and it's only through December 14th. Yes, that is just two days away, because not only do CEOs not wait till January 1st, they don't wait till the last minute to decide to plant themselves in an environment that will help them grow and flourish in both life and business. They check in with the Lord, then they take that step of faith and apply and watch what he wants to do. So if you don't want to be alone this year, what are you waiting for? Come apply to join us at the redeemhertime.com forward slash coaching. And I'll link that in the show notes. But be honest. How do you feel when you're out there on your own, sitting in your own office, probably in front of a computer, a laptop or a phone, and it's just you, yourself and you? It can get really lonely. Without others around you as a solopreneur, that's an entrepreneur without a large team or employees. You're the girl who wears all the hats. No wonder you can feel isolated. It seems like no one around you is doing what you do. I get it. I live in a small town, so I felt really isolated for a long time. You can feel overwhelmed. It seems like everything is on your shoulders, and if you don't do it, no one else will. I get it, because that was me for a really long time, and I don't quit. So that led to a lot of long days, not knowing when to stop. You can feel unsure. It may seem like maybe it's not working and this isn't for you. And it's easy to just quietly quit. I get it. There've been plenty of times when I wanted to throw in the towel because I felt like it wasn't working for me. But I want to remind you that if you are a believer, you are never alone. 
He has promised us in his word in Deuteronomy 31, verse 6, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. And we spent a lot of time last week talking about how if he has called us to business, he is with us in that too, leading and directing our growth so that we can bear fruit for his kingdom. But it's easy to fall into self-sufficiency, trying to do it all on our own. I know, because that's what I did for too long and wondered why I was frustrated, exhausted, and depleted, because I couldn't do it alone. So I decided to invite a few other like-minded kingdom-focused solopreneurs to join me and become my business besties. And more importantly, I invited the Lord to be the chairman of the board and started to meet with him daily before jumping into my work blocks with my to-do list. Because here's the thing. He doesn't just want to talk to you when you're on the couch during your morning quiet time and then get left behind as you go into business mode. He wants to be with you all the time. That's why a with God business includes talking with him on the daily. Do you have a daily business meeting, aka conversation with God? I don't know about you, but I certainly don't know all I need to know to do this well. So that's why I continually claim Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. I don't know it all, but he does. And when I submit all my ways to him, including my business, he promises to make my paths straight. AKA, no more random zigzagging, trying to do all the things the gurus say. Hallelujah. But I know what you may be thinking. Lissa, where do I even start? What should be on my agenda for that meeting with God? Well, I'm so glad you asked. I've got six things to pray over as an overflow of the time that I've spent studying the Lord's Prayer at church this past month. You see, Jesus is teaching his disciples, those who had already lived, were living the with God life, what the kingdom life looked like. And then he says in Matthew 6, 9, pray then like this. And what's interesting is he had just told them in verses 5 to 8 how not to pray. So now he gives an example by giving them six requests to ask. I love that during our study, our pastor reminded us this is not intended to be a script to just rotely recite, but rather... It's a pattern to guide our conversation, and it starts with focusing on him and his purposes, and then from that heart posture moves into our daily needs and fulfilling those purposes. And I might add, I had a huge aha in one of those parts that I can't wait to share, but I think it's going to need more than a quick mention, so stay tuned. Now, I'm not putting my prayer for a successful, aka fruitful business on the same level as the Lord's, but... I believe the six request prayer follows the same pattern and will also get the same response. So whether you're already praying over your business daily and want to change things up, or you simply want to start, here are six things I've been praying over my business daily for some time that have shifted everything in both my heart and my calendar. And I thought they might do the same for you. So are you ready to jot these down? Number one, building his kingdom. I hope you don't ever get tired of me reminding you that your business and life are not about you. So often I say that we are are busy building our castle in the sand that looks pretty good if I might say so myself. But in the end, and even before that, only one kingdom will last and it's not yours. So don't waste time focusing on yours. Focus on his. Pray that his kingdom would be built today by what you think based on his truth 
in what you do and don't do based on his direction. And that the fruit of it will not make you look great, but will make him look great. Not to cause others to look at you, but to look at him. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Matthew 6, 33. That, my friend, alone could shift your entire day in business and life. But I promised you five more, so let's keep going. Number two, filling with joy and grace. When we recognize that by being in relationship with God, we are the recipients of his joy and grace, pray that it will be to the brim. So that way, it overflows into everything you do, including how you react when you get bumped. Yes, even then. Pray for more of his joy and more of his grace. Ever wondered what prayers he will for sure answer yes? This is one of them, my friend. In fact, Paul prayed nearly in all of his letters that God's children would be filled with all the things of God. Listen to what he prayed in Philippians chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve what is excellent, and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. That, my friend, is a prayer that God will answer all day long, because it builds his kingdom. So pray it. Now, in the Lord's Prayer, there are three God things before the three me things, but I'm going to save the last God thing for the end. So, now, filled with his joy and grace, and a desire to build his kingdom, let's turn to some requests that seem directly related to you, except really, they're still about him, and about his purpose and what he's called you to. Number three, protecting with boundaries. Now that we've rightly ordered our heart around him and his purpose in the world and in you, it's time to lift up our time. Remember, it's all from him and through him and to him, and we are just stewards of it. What's a steward? I know, that's not a word we use often in modern English. It's one who's been entrusted with the safekeeping of something. So are you stewarding your time well, aka protecting it? I don't know about you, but I can't do this alone because there are certainly a lot of duties, demands, and distractions that are always wanting to barge in. So I want and need to set healthy boundaries around my time. And I need his help to do that. Where do you need his help to set healthy boundaries? In protecting your refills with him? Or protecting family time? Or protecting work time? Or maybe protecting you from saying yes to too many things, aka saying no. Remember, a boundary is not intended to be exclusive, but actually inclusive. It puts a hedge of protection around what is valuable inside its borders. So that way it has what it needs to flourish and grow and does not get trampled down by everything else. Perhaps the best scripture to pray for this is Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise because these are difficult days. Yes, lots of demands can make things very difficult. And speaking of saying yes to too much, here's number four, discerning invitation versus distraction. Girl, I don't know about you, but with so many requests coming my way from every which way, all day and night, I need some discernment as to what is an invitation from him versus a distraction from what he's called me to. That, my friend, is one of the enemy's favorite tactics, by the way, because he knows if he can keep us distracted, he can keep us from being a threat to his kingdom in this world. So let's not let him win by default. Now, the wrong things might be easy to spot and say no to, but what's a girl to do to know if there are a lot of good things that come your way that could be from him? Well, pray and ask for wisdom to discern what's an invitation and what's a distraction. 
This is where it's really important to be in tune with this spirit's leading, because when your heart is aligned with his, it will be evident what is of him and what will only take away from that. Psalm 37.4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, that verse is often taken way out of context. He is not our Santa Claus that we give our wish list to and expect to see it under the tree. But when we've taken the time to rightly order our heart with his, aka delight in him, it will be clear when he sends invitations that are in line with that, and when the return address is not from him. And number, number five, expanding our impact. I'm not here to play small, are you? In life or in business. In fact, my coach often says that playing small is a sin. Sit with that one for a minute. Just as in the parable of the talents, aka the parable of the servants and what they did with the talents, the master's desire was for what he had entrusted to his servants to grow in value. And isn't that what God wants for our businesses? It's not about growing our bank account per se, more on that in a minute, but in growing our reach with whatever it is he's given us to serve others with, whether that's physical products or online services or leadership and coaching. When it's done with him and for him, it expands his kingdom. You may be familiar with the prayer of Jabez in 1 Chronicles 4 verse 10. It says, Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. It's not so that we can be great, but so that he can be great. And if you're in business, do you know one of the ways to measure the reach of your impact? The size of your income. God blessing the expansion of the impact of your business will most likely result in an expansion of your bank account. So go ahead and ask him to expand your impact, aka your business territory, for the glory of him. Which brings us to the final one that comes back to making it all about him. Number six, glorifying God. Pray that your words will glorify him, that your actions will glorify him, that your interactions will glorify him, that your response to distractions and interruptions and opportunities and expansion will all turn your heart and others back to him. 1 John 5, 14 through 15 says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, Whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. Do you think that asking that your business ultimately glorify him is according to his will and a prayer he will answer? For sure. So pray those kind of prayers. In fact, I believe he will answer all six of these. So let me quick put them all together in case you want to write them down and use them for your business meeting agenda with him each day. Are you ready? Pray then like this, that your business will be one, building his kingdom, two, filling with grace and joy, three, protecting with boundaries, four, discerning of invitations and distractions, five, expanding an impact, and six, glorifying to him. Some days I pray all six, and others I just focus on one or two, but I never, or hardly ever, start a workday without coming to him first, and I challenge you not to either. I'll drop these inside the Redeem Her Time community in case you're not in a place to write them down right now, along with today's community question. Which of these six requests for your business stands out most that you want to commit to praying regularly? I'd love to hear, so be sure to come vote inside the community. And did you notice the gurus aren't teaching this important key to success? Better yet, want to pray over our businesses together? Of course, this is part of the Redeem Midlife CEO, because this is how committed, Faith-centered CEOs talk with their chairman of the board and each other. 
So if you want to be part of a special community of like-minded entrepreneurs and business owners and get coaching from me, go check it out and submit your application at redeemhertime.com forward slash coaching. And I'll be in touch for that 30% discount code as long as you do it by December 14th. Now, before we go check another task off our list, let's make talking to him a priority. Dear Father, we thank you for what you have given us, for life and breath and everything we need for godliness and knowing you. And Lord, we thank you for our businesses that are a gift you have given us to steward well. And Lord, we want to do it with you. So we come before you and we ask that our businesses will be building your kingdom and not ours, that they'd be full of grace and joy that would overflow into the lives of others. They'd be protecting what matters with boundaries and discerning of the invitations from you and the ones that are distractions of the enemy. And Lord, ultimately, we pray for an expansion of our impact so that we can glorify you with all that we do in our business. Thank you for doing it with us and for being our God and chairman of the board. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeemer Time community where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile. And that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.